pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny, episode 172. Today I'm going to chat with Will Ranke from Forge Relations, discuss an ATF raid of Palmer 80, highlight the IFLR 15 from 17 design and manufacturing, and talk about a mall Santa who turned out to be a real Grinch. I'm your host, Ava Flannell, and Will, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Excited to uh, chat with you. Yeah, of course. I'm still just trying to, you know, your last name, Ranky. I know, but you did a really good job. I'm very impressed because okay. I've heard so much worse. So thank you for not completely <laughs> butchering my name. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, one thing I'm not going to butcher, though, is this ad read from Smith & Wesson. <laughs> Smith & Wesson, right now, Amazon's expensive. Even 22 is expensive, but obviously it's a little less than your typical 5.56 round. I would highly recommend the M&P 15 22, especially if you have their AR model chambered in 5.56. It's a great way to practice, but at a much more affordable rate. And it also makes for an excellent gun to train kids on. And that's because even though it's obviously very similar construction, there's a lot of polymers in the construction of the 22. So it has a reduced weight, which helps for kids to use it. They come with a six position stock. So you could always alter that to fit yours or your kids needs. You could also drop in your favorite AR-15 trigger. And they have a bunch of different models to choose from. They include different forens, colors. I've seen some pretty crazy colors, lots of cool camo patterns. And some with iron sights, red dots, and magnified optics. MSRP on those start at $449. Check them out and other great products at smith-wesson.com. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. Well, for those who aren't familiar with who you are, what is it that you do in the gun industry? Well, myself and my business partner, Ben, we own a company called Forge Relations. Forge Relations is a marketing firm that mainly deals in the firearm side. We do work in other industries, but uh, I would say 90% of our marketing and our company is strictly dedicated to the firearms industry. So that being said, we do everything from content creator management, content creation, product launches, content management. Essentially, we're a full marketing firm. We do even everything from hosting events to websites, graphic designs. You know, we've been doing this for a very long time. It's one of those stories that started in a basement. You know, we pretty much took one of the rooms in my old house, turned it into a little office. And then from there, you know, started expanding with not only employees, but our actual locations themselves to our office to now we are currently moving into a 15,000 square foot facility, which is going to be a full in-house content studio, full green screens, photo studios, video lab, podcasts. Uh, We have a full garage, a kitchen scene. So we manage accounts from YouTube to TikTok to Instagram to everything in between. So we've been very fortunate and working very hard at it many, many years. But once again, always staying very, very close to our roots, to what created everything. And that is the firearms industry. We did start out in actually procurement. So I, I thought I would, could be, you know, Lord of War. I thought that would be cool to get into selling cool stuff to the military. And I quickly realized that is not my cup of tea. We tried it. We still do it here and there because of the relationships we've built uh, within the industry. I do a lot of ammo deals still, but typically the core of our business all revolves around marketing. Hmm, Very nice. And when did you guys start this business? Um, We started in, let's see, 21, I believe it was 2016 officially. Wow. Well, we launched the company. uh, So I owned a gym for 10 years. So my background before that was I owned a gym called Sky Fitness. And uh, in that time period, towards the end of the gym, I started getting demolished by Planet Fitness. 
And in that time period, I was using firearms as my escape from the daily stresses of my life, which was the gym industry. And from there, Instagram, I believe, just started. Like Instagram was just a thing. And at the time, I had an ex-girlfriend who we started Instagram together and we started getting into guns or shooting with her and blah, blah, blah. And then I came along and met this gentleman named Ben, who happens to own a page that I'm sure a lot of your followers are familiar with called Guns Daily. Mm -hmm. Uh, Me and him started working together on certain projects. I took my traditional business skills and we kind of trend, you know, we brought them into the world of marketing. And then we started focusing on, you know, very specific things like influencer management, turning influencer management into what every industry already did. You know, in the beginning of the gun times, it was the gun bunnies and it was just the girls posting this and all that. Companies were giving product away and people were just taking it and not posting it. You know, we came in and we said, well, there needs to be obligations on both ends. We Mm -hmm. need to make this a contract that every other industry was doing except ours. And then we started to legitimize that. And remember, this is going back many, many years. Now this is common practice, of course. And we focused on that. And then we started doing what's called experimental marketing, which is essentially content houses that we'd bring in four companies, six influencers, create kind of a setting to where it'd be very organic content where people would just interact with products in a very organic sense. And it would be filmed and captured. So that content was brought to the viewers in a not sales pitchy kind of way. Mm -hmm. If the product failed, the product failed. There was no denying it. You couldn't do a product review. Let's just say company X was paying you X amount of dollars. You couldn't fake it. It is what it is, which is very interesting, intriguing. I think a lot of people enjoyed that. And now to this point, we have a network of over 700 content creators, influencers around the country which enabled us to create an award ceremony called the Gundies. We did that last year at SHOT Show. And unfortunately, this year, SHOT Show has been canceled. So we had to quadruple down and host our own range day along with the ceremony that we're going to be live streaming. So all our employees and myself and Ben have been working quadruple time to try and make uh, this thing happen. So that is the long short of Ford Delicious. Nice. I feel like I could just remove myself and you could just interview yourself the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah, so just jump in. I have this thing. I like to blabble and talk a lot. So no, it's easy. great. It's yeah, perfect because I didn't even coffee. finish my coffee today. So, oh, cool. It's going to be an easy <laughs> show today. For those who aren't familiar with the Gundies, what is it? So the Gundies in its short form is based off of my favorite TV show called The Office. And of course, Michael Scott hosts this thing called the Dundies. So what the Dundies is, is just this nonsensical award ceremony to give out trophies to his employees to showcase things that they do. So with that concept being told and understanding that, we transitioned, took that to the firearms community and came up with the Gundies. I like it. So I get to be Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. I get to host this, say lots of, that's what she said, jokes, inappropriate jokes that typically no one laughs at. They just stare at me like just totally dumbfounded. <laughs> and then try and recover from my terrible jokes. Mm. And we have hosted an award ceremony. So with that being said, the evolution of the Gundies is a lot more than that. It was created to just be a place to have some fun for our community, to everyone let down, I don't want to say let down their guard, but everyone come together in a sense that it was just for fun. We wanted to create a place to where people that entertained others the followers or people that brought product reviews out to people that looked at them to have a little friendly competition with each other. Like some of the categories are most entertaining content creator, most likely to survive the apocalypse. So there's certain things that, you know, they're fun, but what's amazing about the Gundies is that it has evolved into something so much more and something so much more important. And that is essentially a place to where social media cannot hinder the voices of people that support the 2A community. Meaning we all, as you know, you know, Instagram does not like us. Facebook does not like us. YouTube does not like us. TikTok does not like us. No one likes us in the world of social media. Mm-hmm. So what that happens are new influencers, new content creators that come to the scene 
their reach is hindered. They could be the best. They can be so funny or they can make the best content very high end. They're giving a gun review about the new products. and But very few people are able to see them because they're not allowed to have the same reach as someone doing a makeup line or someone talking about a review of McDonald's or whatever is allowed. Or even it's, it's even terrible to say some girl can shake her ass and she'll get more views just because you know, that's not as restricted as gun. Even if they're 12 on TikTok. Oh, oh my, I don't even want to talk about TikTok. TikTok is just, it, it's you the know, worst. the business side of me loves TikTok. Yeah. We have a lot of companies that we work with that we strictly only do TikTok for them. So the business side of me is like, oh my God, yes, it's a media platform all in. But the personal side of me that, you know, has to look at it, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted with this country to how, Something like that, that I scroll down and I see this. I don't even want to know how old. I don't even care that what they're getting away with, but someone that posts a gun in their backyard with iPro, EarPro shooting at a piece of dirt mm-hmm. is completely restricted. But a girl has a, a lip slip or a tit slip. I don't get it. Like it just blows my mind that that's acceptable. Yeah. And it's very common knowledge because when you look at the guidelines and you start diving in, because of course we focus so much on the analytical side and how policies work on these platforms to looking at where guns come up in the order of demonetization or in the order of restrictions. We are above, we are above pedophilia. How, how the firearm industry sits higher than a pedophilia content. Mm -hmm. Mind boggling to me. And it's just, it's absolutely a shame. I know. But from that being said, the most intriguing thing about the gun deed is something very special is what happens is we encourage all these influencers, all these content creators to be a part of it. You know, of course, you can self-nominate, but you still have to go through an application process that we have to approve you and put you in the system. The reason why we have self-nomination is because we don't know every content creator and influencer out there. It's just impossible. And even that, with that being said, we have a list of over 700 people that we actively work with throughout the country. And even that, we still don't know everyone. Mm -hmm. So we wanted the opportunity to have these small creators be part of the platform. So now let's just say you have a category, there's 15 people in there, and you have someone that has a million followers in that category. And then you have somebody that has 5,000 followers, and their content is awesome. Well, if you took both of those people and put them back into the social media world, obviously the person with a million is always going to get way more exposure just granted by the amount of following that person with the 5,000 is going to have a very hard time to ever really grow, get to that million. If they're in the gun community, what's happening in the gun deeds is now they're in a category to where all the people that are following this person with a million, they're going into the category and they're going, Oh wow. I've never seen this person before. Oh wow. I've never seen this person before. And they're going to check them out through the process of other people with bigger following, bringing them in and opening up, our community to all the people that love our industry. Mm -hmm. So it's become kind of like a tool for creators to come together and share, share within our community without restriction. So we're very happy that that's kind of evolved and that's happened. And that was the whole, that was the entire point of this thing was to do that, was Mm -hmm. to just share the community. Is that why you guys invited me? I'm the little guy that... (laughs) You are not the little guy. Don't even, don't even. You're definitely not the little guy. You have a lot of clout and you have been working in this industry for a very, very long time. So (laughs) definitely not a little guy. I'm going to take a quick break real quick. Talk about SB Tactical. Will, I'm assuming that you have some experience with SB Tactical. I do. I have them on most of all my rifles. Yeah, that's how I am too. I'm looking at my wall of guns right now and most of my guns have an SB Tactical brace. They're just amazing. Even if it's not like a PCC, I will still gladly use their braces because they're just comfortable. Absolutely. And the SB A3s, that's pretty much the one that I have on everything. Yeah, that is one of my favorites. And I think it has six positions. It's really easy to adjust, really easy to put on. It's really comfortable to use. Honestly, I don't think that there is one brace out there that SB Tactical makes that I do not like. Agreed. I have to give you full disclosure. I have an FFL with an SOT. So I can, of course, have 
SBRs. Mm-hmm. And I honestly choose to not. Yeah. Because I'm very happy with SBA3s. Absolutely. So then I guess I should probably full disclosure also have my FFL with my SOT. and I choose not to as well. I think actually, believe it or not, I think I only have one SBR and that's because Chris Vector sent me one. And it was one of those things where I'm like, meh, you know what? I might as well take advantage having my SOT. So yeah, I'll take an SBR, but I've not gone out of my way to SBR any guns just because that's how great I think SB tactical braces are. I love that. I'm so happy that you agree with me and have the same situation. That's so funny. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Cheers to having our SOT, right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving back to the Gundy. Tell me exactly how it works. From what I'm gathering is you guys start December 1st all the way to the end of the month. And then is it January 1st that you guys pick a winner? Correct. So so this year was a little different than last year. We actually opened it November 1st. Okay. But November 1st was just open to have all the content creators, companies, and uh, influencers to sign up. Okay. That was the month to have everybody get everything situated. And now the voting is open December 1st. So what that means is now all the followers, all the gauge people that are into the firearm community, now it's their chance to go out and vote for everybody. Mm-hmm. Now everyone's like saying, oh, we know what's the point of voting? Well, the point of voting, there's two points to this. One, you don't have to vote. You can go to thegundies.com just to check it out. You know, you don't have to sign up if you don't want to. You know, this is a big question everyone asks us. This is just an email. You know, you guys are doing just rather emails. No, we're not. We've never sold the list. We didn't sell the list last year. It's very important to us. That's not what this is about because once again, we're a marketing firm. Mm-hmm. We're not just a company that's running the Gundies and this is some sort of monetary. That was one of the things I was going to ask is you guys being a marketing firm you would think that it would be a great way to accumulate a bunch of emails because nowadays, especially with social media, at any given point, we could all get kicked off. And emails is still a great form of marketing. It's one of the few ways of advertising that's still effective that's been used for so long. We never wanted to just sell the list. Okay. I think a lot of people thought that we were doing this just so we'd have gather an email list yeah. that we would sell, which that's something, well, one, we don't ever want to do. Mm-hmm. And yes, we're a marketing firm. We do it from a little different stance is because now we get to see the interaction with all these content creators and influencers. So on our side, when company comes to us and say, hey, we're doing a product launch, it's going to be a four month, six month campaign. We need X amount of people to be involved. We can go back and go, this person worked really well. This person had great engagement. We can then hire these content creators to do future work in the future with us. Mm -hmm. That's what we used it for. So when it comes to a user coming in and voting and just a a person, you know, signing up and being part of the Gundies, there's no advantage there for Mm -hmm. us on that. We were just doing it because if you don't sign up and you don't vote, well, then you don't get a chance to win these really awesome prizes. Mm -hmm. And there is definitely a lot of prizes. And I know that you guys do give them to real people because some of my followers actually have won. They won some of the giveaways last year. That's awesome. The giveaways this year are, in my opinion, even better. Yeah. And there's 15. Last year, there was 10. There was 10 categories. Now there's 15 categories. We have a Henry Rifle. We have a Chris Vector. We have one of your sponsors, 17 Manufacturing Design. They're giving away two of their lowers, Diamondback Truck Bed Covers, I mean, it's unbelievable. And on top of that, we are doing the grand prize. The grand prize is anyone that's considered a super voter, that's someone that votes consistently throughout the month, is going to be entered into the grand prize giveaway, which is an all-inclusive paid trip to drive tanks out in Texas with us to be involved in the range day and the Gundy's ceremonies. Awesome. And what about if you win the categories, if you're one of the influencers? I'm just trying to figure out how much do I got to push this so that I can win? Right. So there's, (laughs) so how that works. (laughs) So, so how that works is the top four nominees of each category, they're getting their hotel and flights paid to Texas, to drive tanks. And they're part of the award ceremony for the, for the Gundy. The winner of each category, of course, gets a custom-made Gundy trophy by yours truly. Oh, and wow. And this year, I'm not just 3D printing them. 
this year I've decided to do 3D print them and then make a high temperature mold. And I bought a smelting unit and I'm smelting pewter and I'm pouring pewter into the mold to create a pewter mold this time. Dang. So Getting I'm fancy. making my own trophies. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a DIY guy. Yeah. yeah. I do absolutely everything myself. Dude, I hear you. Even last night. Okay, I'm a little bit of a procrastinator. So I was decorating my tree, which by the way, guys, don't drink too much when you're decorating your tree. I broke 12 balls. And who the hell even makes breakable balls anymore? But anyways, I didn't make my own balls, obviously, because if I did, they wouldn't be breakable. I'm going to post a picture actually on my social media of my tree because I'm pretty proud of it because I was looking at it and got creative, got out some of the burlap ribbon and kind of made it look a little farmhouse, but also classy. And I posted on the Patreon group in Facebook and they all liked it. One guy called it erratic and I was like, mm, can you elaborate on that? <laughs> well, that's an interesting term. For <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay, so the top four in each category. So right now, I am up for most influential female and what is it? Content creator to entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you're listening to this, definitely vote. I will. I don't really know what I'll do if I win. Obviously, I'm going to record a lot of content, but I didn't realize that was four. I just thought it was ultimately the winner of each category. So now there's an even better chance. So four, but also the winner gets something else. Yeah, the trophy. Well, and something else. What else? Uh, well, <laughs> that was something Ben and I had. We went back and forth with many times. We want to give something to the influencer. Uh, we were going to we were going to do like a drone or a go, new GoPro, but then we decided on something that I think means more to everyone. And then remember, this is being live streamed. Well, everyone listening right now, everyone can actually be part of this year's Gundy, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to mention, it's in a tank barn with giraffes and zebras. So it's going to be pretty interesting. Okay, sold. I'm going on the corner after this show, and I'm going to get people to just sign up and vote for me. <laughs> I love, wait, can you get one of those signs, the flippy signs, and spin it? But wait, you're in pajamas. So I don't. Okay, no. first of all, Will, you weren't supposed to tell people I'm in pajamas. Oh, dang it. This was okay, off air. <laughs> Will did ask me before the show started, why don't you do video? Uh, Well, for one, I'm basically in a onesie right now. And I don't remember the last time I washed my hair. It's been one of those months. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Well, so the prize when you get off stage, when you come off and get, you know, give uh, when we give you your Gundy, we are also giving $500 to each winner to donate to a charity of their choice. Oh, I love that. So they're going to have, and you know, they're going to announce it, or obviously going to tell the four nominees. If you do win, what charity? Please be prepared to have mm-hmm. a charity of your choice that you want to donate to. So when they come off, it's not like a shock. Yeah, because we do want them to announce it live on live stream, and uh, those checks will then directly come from the Gundys to that charity that they pick. Nice, I like that. That means a lot, especially with this year too. I think that it's even more important to donate to good cause. And the thing is, it's, you know, really, I'm going to be honest, the Gundy's means absolutely nothing without all the amazing sponsors. Mm -hmm. You know, and that was our best way to give back to the sponsors and really show because Ben and I, we do work very hard, but to put on an event like this with live stream and now adding a venue with an expo, it could just never, ever be done without these sponsors. And a lot of these sponsors you're familiar with. They're Mm -hmm. actually, I I believe some of them work with you. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Aside from people saying that you're just trying to collect emails, what other hate have you gotten? I know you guys have obviously gotten a lot more positive feedback than hate, but let's just address that. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think a lot of it is one is the misunderstanding of the purpose of what we're doing and obviously explaining it like we're talking about. It's easy, but you can't do that to someone that's a keyboard warrior and typing away. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the biggest ones. The email is definitely the biggest. They think it's just a pull for emails, which I mean, it wasn't last year. I mean, it's funny when the Gundy's ended last year, the last email was just, hey, um, you know, thank you for everyone. Follow here are all the winners. And we never sent that one email the entire year until announcing, hey, 2021 Gundy's coming. So that entire year, there was never one email sent to anybody because that's how we wanted it to be. We didn't want to sell that email list of 90,000 people that we got in the first year, which I think is pretty impressive. We left it just for that. 
And then a lot of it is people just, they just are just calling it stupid, which it's intriguing because our community, for some reason, we already have so much hate from mm-hmm. the rest of the world. We already have so much hate from every other community, every media mogul out there. They're trying to shut us down. You would think that we would just come together on one thing. That's yeah. why making something, it was just fun. We thought it could be an opportunity for everybody to come together. But even with that, we like to implode. You know, people still have, you know, they still have shit to say about it. Mm-hmm. But when you explain it and we tell the people why we're doing this, you know, it's like this was a place for people to come to grow off of each other and have other people be seen that other people weren't seen before because TikTok hinders us. This I have a million followers on TikTok. And funny story, I got to. Wait a minute. You have a million followers on TikTok and you're 30 something years old? Yeah. Okay. Well, my <laughs> so my TikTok videos are just shooting videos. All my TikTok videos are is revised uh, Instagram content. I found a new platform and I utilized my new platform, which was TikTok, and I capitalized on a new audience that hasn't seen that before. But how and, did you manage to do that without getting shut down? Because anytime I've since then I've deleted my TikTok, but I'm thinking about starting it up again. But anytime I would post a video and I'd be very careful on the hashtags I'd use and then within a few minutes, it'd get flagged. And I'm like, really? You have to dive deep. So remember, TikTok is one of our big platforms that we market on. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of marketing for the gun community on TikTok, believe it or not. But then of course, we have, you know, apparel companies, we we do a lot of work with other companies on TikTok. But understanding the guidelines and restrictions of TikTok, there's ways around it. But it will come to an end. So what happened was I hit 975,000 or something like that because I was really watching it carefully because I had a pretty power. It was pretty powerful. And I was getting a lot, a lot. And I was monetizing also. They were paying me. I was getting, I was making like $70 a day, $75 a day just from views. All month. And then last week it went dead. Like when I, I mean literally dead, I meant it like it's done. Like I went from that to now making 0.05 cents I'm getting like one one follower a day where, you know, the day before I was getting seven to eight thousand, nine thousand followers a day. I was getting probably four or five hundred DMs, mm-hmm. if not even more. And they were just great questions like, hey, what's my first gun? I'm getting it. Like, it was a whole new audience. It was amazing. It was I, I couldn't even I was like, I got to hire. I actually gave it to one of my employees. I'm like, just answer this. This is too much. But everything was very engaging. And then it just stopped instantly. Videos were getting shut down all the time. Every day they remove a video, remove a video. But, you know, I have a video that's still up there with 43 million views. Wow. Definitely kind of sucks that it just comes to a halt. And I think I've even seen that with my Instagram lately. It's kind of just stagnant. And obviously there has to be, you know, something with the algorithm. It's a little ridiculous. Everyone's seeing that across the board. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's why it leads into our other category, which is best crossover creator. That was very, very important because that was the opportunity to take people that were in like different industries, car. We, we do a lot of work with supercar. We do a lot of work with uh, country music uh, star. I just did a bunch of stuff with Drew Parker, taking other industries because these people still love guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely. I go to the range three times a week. You know, I'm just talking about the average American that's out there wrenching on their truck or their DIY guys are building their house. 90% of these people have guns. And if you can connect with them and use a cross promotion and bring them into our world to a little bit, it's a win yeah. because it's opening up to other audience, especially when you're focusing on safety, responsibility, and education. I love taking new young kids are like my favorite. Taking a young kid shooting for the first time, that's the best. That's mm-hmm. why you talked about Smith & Wesson, their 22 platform. I love it because they get to act like dad. They yeah. get to look at dad, look at their father figure or mother. And, you know, their mother has a full, you know, regular AR. Like, well, I want that, but it's not the right weapon for you right now. So you have the same platform that looks the same, but it shoots a 22. It's so cool. And then they evolve into that, that lifestyle. And that's a next generation of responsible Americans that needs to happen. We need to step together and go, okay, we need a lot more of these guys because the other side is slowly starting to take over. Mm -hmm. We can't have this anymore. Mm -hmm. And if you notice all these people are anti-gun. I don't want to shoot. I don't want to do this. And they're so against it. But when you have the opportunity to sit them down privately, we do a lot of this also. 
We do the other side of it. It's like, I don't want to touch a gun. I don't ever want to shoot a gun. But when you just sit them down, like, hey, just, it's like sushi. You're looking at it. If you've never had it before, it's the most disgusting thing ever in your mind. But you don't actually have any experience with it. You've never done it for yourself. So you can't judge it. You can't judge a book by its cover. So let's, let, me, let me take you at least once. Give them a 22 in their hand. They all do the same thing. They turn around and go, wow. Like, well, that's not as bad as I thought it was. Well, I, I could see why people would want. Well, I can, I can understand if it's stored safely. You know, and everyone goes into the same route. Well, I could see, I can see. Mm-hmm. And then their response is, well, you know, because the media, they always said it was bad. Or when, when someone was holding on the media, they were flying backwards and it knocked them on their butt shooting this pistol. That's not reality. You're being told that because they want to control the outlook of how firearms are actually viewed by the general public, which that is not the truth. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree. All right. If people want to get involved and vote for the Gundies, how can they do so? They can just head over to thegundies.com, D-U-N-D-I-E-S. And it says sign up or check it out. And sign up means all you're doing is just putting your username in and that's enabling you to vote, which is keeping track of your votes. You can vote up to 15 times a day. So in theory, one person could win all 15 prizes. That's obviously not mathematically possible, but they could. So the more times you vote, the more chances you have to win each category. And of course, then you can win the grand prize. So very simple. Head over to thegundies.com and check it out. And if you want to vote, sign up, vote, and then win some awesome prizes. And you can vote once for each category every 24 hours. Correct. Exactly. Okay. All right, guys. So remember... Most influential female and content creator to entrepreneur. Get me to drive tanks. I've actually wanted to go there for a while now. So this would be awesome if I could go. It yeah. So absolutely, <laughs> absolutely awesome. Can I, would you mind if I give a shout out to the sponsors that made all this possible? Oh, no, not at all. Please do. Perfect. Okay. So I'm going to read this list because these are the amazing group that made this entire opportunity to have everybody out on drive tanks possible. Big thank you to Aero Precision. 17 Design and Manufacturing, Birchwood Casey, Brownells, Big Daddy Unlimited, Diamondback Covers, Gallotech, G-Code Holsters, Henry Rifles, Chris USA, Microtech Knives, Savior Equipment, Magnum Research, Sylvan Arms, and Walker Ear Pro. So every name that I just named member, guys, they're giving something away within their company. And those are some pretty awesome sponsors that are giving away some. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I like all of those companies. Awesome. And do you have any future plans, you and Ben, or anything that you want to share with listeners? Uh, As far as the Gundies or just in general? Whatever you want to give us. Yeah. Well, we definitely are working very hard uh, this year for the Gundies because it it did change tremendously. We did add an expo this year. So along with the award ceremony, now there's going to be a range day. So we're going to be shooting tanks, driving tanks, um, all the all the sponsors that I listed below, plus an additional 15 sponsors like HK. Uh, I mean, I can't. There's just there's so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's going to be a total of 30 sponsors out on the range day. Awesome. So there's quite a bit to it. And then, of course, adding the live stream so the audience, the public can be a part of this every step of the way, which is really cool. So future plans is, of course, uh, make sure this event you know, goes as smooth as possible. And for the future, for us, it's just continuing to evolve, understanding the algorithm of social media, always continue to adapt. And for all the content creators out there listening, all the influencers out there listening, you know, one of the best pieces of advice I can give you from something that's brought up consistently through our firm is, are we shadow banned? Why is this? Why is that? I don't feel my content's getting out there. Well, the best answer I can give to everyone is use the platform to its fullest advantage. And what I mean by that is if you're typically someone that just posts photos throughout your lifespan of an influencer, and let's say you even have half a million and you're like, oh, I'm not getting the engagement. I'm not getting this. What's happening? Well, what's happening is you're doing the same thing over and over. What you need to do is start evolving into how your content is getting out to the viewers. And what you're going to notice is it's going to change rapidly. If Instagram launches a new feature such as Reels or they use a new filter or they do this and there's just something new, take advantage of that new feature and use it. Because the more you use the platform itself, 
the more you're working within the algorithm. Yes, we're going to have restrictions because we're with the firearm side, but we can also work within the guidelines to which they say you have to be wearing uh, in a safe environment. Don't be showing anything of taking it apart or building a gun. Work within the guidelines to which they give, because at the end of the day, if you do that, they will let you just ride the train and get your content out to everybody. So there is ways around it. You just have to put the work in and you have to evolve and you have to listen to what they're saying. Yeah, that's great advice. And where can people find you if they want to locate you on the internet? Me personally, it's just at Will Ranky on all platforms. And as far as company is concerned, it's forgerelations.com. Of course, at forgerelations on social media platforms. So, you know, we're very open to help anyone out that could need that as far as content creators. So shoot us an email, shoot us a DM, and uh, we'll do anything we can for you. All right, cool. All right, moving forward, IWI. I'm assuming you're familiar with IWI as well. Oh, yes. Oh, very much. What's your favorite product? Probably the DeVore. Which one is the, the small one? The um, the 16, the, I think it's a 16.5. No, it's not the 16.5. Yeah, the 16.5, the SAR. Okay, nice. Yeah, you think of bullpups and you just automatically think of IWI. To my knowledge, they're making probably the most bullpups out there and they have amazing stuff. Well, if you guys like Tavors, one of their newest Tavors is the Tavor 7. As of recently, they just added a Tavor series chambered in 762 NATO. And just like all of the other Tavors, they're completely ambidextrous. You can change the ejection port, the charging handle, so that the brass isn't ejecting out of the right-hand side. So if you're left-handed, just lots of different changes that you can make to it to really make it your own. I would highly recommend check out their products along with all of their other bull pups that they make. And don't forget, if you guys find any accessories online that you like and you want to buy, if you use the code GUNFUNNY15, you will get 15% off. And that is, again, all accessories. Otherwise, check out all of the other cool guns that they have. And that is at IWI.us. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political ATF raids Palmer 80 headquarters. Well, I don't know if you recently heard about this. This actually, I'm recording the show on a Friday. This happened yesterday, but obviously mm-hmm. the show's going to come out on Monday. Came in the office. Yeah, I woke up to it and I was like, what? So on Thursday, ATF agents raided headquarters of Palmer 80 in Nevada. The raid was targeted around the buy, build, shoot kits. Basically, ATF has said previously that the 80% frames are completely legal. They have a letter from ATF saying so. But the fact that Polymer 80 is putting together these kits called the Build Shoot Kits, which includes everything that you need, including the Polymer 80 frame. So again, 80% frame. It's not even considered a frame. It's a piece of plastic. And then you have to make some adjustments and basically create your own frame. It includes that, the slide, all of the internals, the trigger, the barrel. And because they're selling it together, ATF is saying that that is illegal and that it should be serialized, which is complete BS because you literally go on their website, add every component that's in this kit into your car and buy it. But that would be legal. There aren't a lot of details that have come out so far. No arrests were made, but they did seize records during this raid. This whole thing's just ridiculous. This comes right after recent news of ATF leaders working with the yet to be certified. Biden-Harris administration of gun control. Biden even just said last week that he'd be making executive orders immediately on gun control. It looks like at this point, the gun industry is definitely facing a lot of dangers. This whole thing really is completely illegal. They're bypassing the steps that they need to go through in order to change the law. But I think that they're going to be using the presidents of Trump's bump stock ban They'll likely direct the ATF to redefine 80% firearms and pistol braces and just go on from there. This could be fought in Supreme Court, but this is going to take years. If we lose the Senate, the Democrats will definitely stack the court with liberal judges to overwhelm the conservative judges now in the majority. The Senate races in Georgia, extremely critical. And if they lose that, then 
the Second Amendment is definitely going to be doomed for at least the next four years. Do you have anything to add to that? I mean, you absolutely covered <laughs> most of that. It all goes back to, you know, the bump stock. It's like the, you know, the original concept of mm-hmm. they take once they take that one little, you know, now we're going to slowly see them come after it all. Yeah. There it is. Everyone called it. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, you notice over time what I think they do, especially from a political side is, and you see this on a lot of aspects, they ask for a lot. They say, we're going to go after something extreme. And then they just keep saying it and saying it and saying it. What happens is they settle on something very small. You know, like, okay, let's go over barrel length for example, anything X amount, you know, something absurd. Like, well, you know what? If it's six inches, it'll be okay. And then what happens is every time they do that, if they do it over and over and over, they keep attacking it one piece at a time. If you look back to the first ask, they actually, two years later, got the first ask because they just took it in pits at a time. Mm-hmm. So they just keep chopping away if it if it all goes through. Yeah. So, I mean, this is really the most important time that we all just start doing everything we can and not let a lot of this pass, which, I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a very hard time at the moment. Yeah. The 2A laws. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And honestly, ever since the whole bump stock ban, it really has allowed ATF to redefine all of these laws and they're doing it completely illegal, but they're doing it as a case by case basis and we're getting screwed and it's completely illegal. But there's nothing that anyone's doing about it, which is just ridiculous. And more times than ever, 2020, I'm constantly thinking, is this even the United States? How is this even going through? How are these things happening? Just everything with everything from COVID all these other restrictions. Are we even living in America anymore? I'm curious to see how Polymer 80 is going to handle this because, you know, you're familiar with what happened with the honey badger, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. How they handled it. And now I'm curious to just know how they're going to do it because at the end of the day, it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't. The ATF said everything is fine. Everything is good when it's over in this situation. But when it's in this situation, I don't get it. The logic behind it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, especially since they have a letter from ATF saying that the 80% quote unquote lower is completely legal. Right. What is the fact that you put it in a kit? And now they also, in the article that I read, they're like, well, we've been seizing quote unquote ghost guns from there was some kid that used it and shot up a school. And there was another where it was used in some other crime, but think about how many actual guns that you buy that are serialized that are used in crimes, and they still can't even figure out who the original owner is. And not to mention, making our own guns has always been our right to do so. There's nothing illegal about making your own gun. Yeah, gosh, don't even get me started on politics, but really important to have these discussions. And guys, definitely just get out there, be active, write your representatives, and This is all going on literally right under our noses and not very many people are raising red flags about it. Okay, moving forward, Manafort Arms. Just a little bit ago, I talked about the IWI Tavor 7. Well, of course, Manafort Arms has you covered as far as comfortable upgrades for it. They have their signature curved butt pad for the Tavor 7, and it's molded and cushioned for your shoulder, so it just gives you a much more comfortable shooting experience. They also have the Luma Safeties, and they have two different kinds. You can get the individual or a pair. Manicore Arms recommends that you get one medium or one slim for the offhand side, so it's a lower profile on the other side as you're less likely to use it. And while you're there, also grab one of their night breaks which is a great muscle device. Butt pad is on their website for $72.95. Luma Safeties, $29.95. And the Night Break for $64.95. But remember, you're not going to pay full price because you'll use the code GUNFUNNY15 and that gets you 15% off your entire order. And that is at manicorearms.com. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. All right, today's Q&A. Somebody recently emailed me. 
They said, I am a fairly recent new gun owner along with my wife. We took our first class in October and recently passed our concealed carry written and shooting tests and applied for our CCW here in Arizona. Side note, we moved to Tucson about a year ago from Denver. And before we moved, I was commuting to the Springs. I would have loved to have gotten some firearms instruction from you. Anyway, was just listening to Gun Funny and tried to go to Instagram to see your Halloween outfit, but got an error message saying you no longer exist, that they boot you or did you delete yourself? I don't know what you clicked on, but I am still on Instagram. Just search for Gun Funny Podcast. And it's also in the show notes. So if you guys are listening, you could always pull up the show notes at the bottom. There's links to everything. That's really weird. Although I wouldn't put it past Instagram to mess with my Instagram handle. But again, it is Gun Funny Podcast. And then on Facebook, you can find me at just Gun Funny. Tacti Talk. Tacti Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. All right. So you did mention before that 17 Manufacturer and Design is an advertiser of mine. They're not. I've actually have never heard of their company up until oh. now. I figured I was going to hand the mic off over to you and you would explain this integrated folding lower receiver that they made. Yeah. So once again, full. Well, no, it's actually not true. I do actually, I have actually used it. Okay. So I was going to say I've never had it, but I actually have. They are really cool. If you're familiar with any folding stock adapter, for the most part, there's a couple out there. One that I really, really, really like, which is made by Sylvan Arms. They have essentially created this within the lower itself. So through some wizardry, they (laughs) put this entire system into the lower. So instead of having a quote unquote, just solid lower, they put the swivel arm to enable the stock itself to fold, it's integrated within the lower itself. Whereas everything before, once you have your lower built and you have your buffer tube, you have to take your buffer tube out, put on an adapter, which goes behind your lower to where your buffer tube goes onto. And that's the hinge that actually will allow you to fold your stock if you want a very short weapon system that can go into a backpack or fold away. Whereas they have just now gotten rid of an adapter that you have to put on the buffer tube and it's just the hinge itself is built into the lower. So pretty cool. I think it's a neat product. Yeah, definitely. And I included a link in the show notes. I'm looking at a picture. This is the first time that I've seen this and it's definitely a cool design, definitely kind of innovative. I would definitely own one. What is MSRP on? You can win them if you vote in the Gundies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Most of the folding mechanisms out there to use the AR receivers are pretty bulky, and they usually start at at least $120, and some that could cost even upwards of $250. I'm on their website right now, and for those who want to see, I included a link. It looks like MSRP is $299. I would definitely own one, and like you said. If you guys vote on the Gundies, it enters you to win one. How long has this company been around for? That I'm not sure. Now, I know the company's been around much longer doing other things than just their integrated folding lower. Yeah. So they do quite a bit. I mean, they are a manufacturing company. Mm -hmm. So this is just a particular product that they got the patent for and they did. You know, from, I guess, from my side being, you know, of course, an an end user, I'm very curious. And I say this with respect to both companies because they're both actually sponsors of the Gundys um, and companies we work with. I would like to test Sylvan Arms uh, folding stock adapter and then also compare it to 17 Manufacturing Design. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious to see just from a user stance how they perform and what's the difference of having it integrated versus having it attached. You know, yeah. I can understand the benefits for sure. If you already own your AR and you're complete it and you want to just add something to it, Sylvan Arm solves that problem. Where if you're thinking to build a new one, you can essentially go down that route. So it's pretty cool. Both companies completely different in the sense of the use, but you can both integrate really well. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. All right. Today's AF segment. Stupid. Funny. 
Cool. Interesting. Awesome. As f Never mind. AF. Mall Santa at Chicago Mall makes little boy cry, refusing to bring him a Nerf gun. I'm sure that you saw the video of this. It was definitely going around on social media outlets. Did you yes, have a chance to see this? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, something to say the least. Yeah, well, and it definitely pissed off a lot of people. Basically, this lady, her name was Sabella DeCarlo. She posted a video of her son talking to a mall Santa who turned away her son's Christmas list when he heard that it contained a Nerf gun. This Santa said no guns to the boy and made him cry, which a lot of people, like I said, this video was then posted on social media. It went viral. And his mom said, quote unquote, so my poor baby. This was the first year Michael was excited to go see Santa. It was supposed to be magical, but instead I had to watch my sweet little boy fight back tears because Santa told him no because of his own personal beliefs. De Carlo explained to her son that the Santa was just a helper and not the real guy, and his Elfie is going to bring him a Nerf gun directly from the North Pole from the real Santa tonight. Once this video broke out, obviously people contacted the Harlem Irving Plaza Mall who quickly posted a public apology and sent a new Santa to personally deliver a Nerf gun to the boy. They also reported that the third-party Christmas helper was no longer at the mall. They said that Santa's heartbroken and crushed that he has made this child so sad and upset and turned in his resignation from the mall post. The Santa company will continue to remind all Santas how important it is to not impose personal opinions during visits with children. Once this went viral, Steven Crowder dressed up as a Santa and placed a video call to Michael with assurance of Christmas presents on tap. And then a lot of people also wanted to donate Nerf guns to this kid. But the boy's mom said that he would have plenty of Nerf guns and to give it to other children in need. I'm glad that this kid got he probably got an abundance of Nerf guns. I'm sure people probably found out what his address is and sent it. But it just is so disgusting that you can't even do a tradition, taking your kids to see Santa and them asking for something like a Nerf gun and them not imposing their political beliefs. It's a Nerf gun. I yeah. mean, you know, take even a step further and they're talking about taking off the Christmas story. Yeah, I know. I can't like that is such a staple that that movie is such a staple to American culture. Yeah. Children. Like, it's, it's a red rider. I know. Like, that's absurd. I, you know, funny story about that quick. I did an article with National Geographic two years ago, and they're actually published. They're going to, it's going to be going worldwide this spring, 2021, Gun Owners of America. And I got the, I believe I got the cover. If not, I, I know I got a full spread. It's me in a Christmas story shirt in my backyard with all my guns laid out to represent America the outline of America. So I was like, you can't get rid of the Christmas story movie now. Right. Jeez, let me we get to a National Geographic first. Right. No kidding. People are going to be like, what shirt is that person yeah, wearing? Exactly. <laughs> you know what also is really funny that I just started watching the movie Die Hard. I saw it for the first time ever a year ago. Wait, which, what? Yeah. I'm what? like, where the hell have I been? A year ago? Yeah. Wow, wait, how is that even, how is that even possible? I have no idea. Also, another thing that I never had growing up was Cool Whip. Cool. What the hell is? Oh, I don't know what that. That you mean like that whipped cream stuff? Yeah. Ugh, yeah okay. Well, you live on the East Coast, so I think it's an East Coast thing. I think that people on the East Coast, correct me if I'm wrong. My parents are both from Long Island, and my mom was just like, "No, the stuff in the can is way better. Cool Whip, it's like fake and gross and cheap." And it's funny because it's ultimately the same prices. I quickly realized, but mm. I had Cool Whip for the first time a few years ago, and I'm like, "What? Where have I been my entire life, and I've never had this?" And I like both. But I was talking to my cousin who her father was my mom's brother. And it's funny how she also always grew up just with the canned Cool Whip. But anyways, you can't help but think about your childhood and how, not to say that Die Hard's really a child movie, but how is it that I made it my entire life up until a year ago, only saw Die Hard for the first time. And now my cousin and I, we get together every Sunday and we make dinner and we watch movies. So now we're watching all the Die Hard movies. So yes. we're on number three. And yes, I'm just like, I'm coming. I want to, I want to come to this party. <laughs> it is the greatest thing ever. And God, there's so many great one-liners too. And now oh I totally God, get yes. it. All the, yeah, I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Well, is it mandatory to wear onesies? Is that like your mandatory so part? It, it is funny that we do actually have matching pajamas. 
And yeah. we did this. We got matching pajamas for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, and now we're working on ones for New Year's. <laughs> Hence why I have a really great pajama collection lately. It is amazing. Yeah. Love it. I don't know. It's kind of fun, but it is funny how you do make it your whole life and not you haven't seen or done any of these things and in how much of tradition they want to do away with or even history, how they just want to take out certain parts of history. It's just crazy. Agreed 100%. It's a shame. Like I said, they're chipping away a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's not even like this kid asked for an AR-15. He literally asked for a Nerf gun. Uh, anyways. All right. Well, it is time to finally wrap up. But before we do so, I'm going to read iTunes reviews. Guys, if you haven't left a review yet, please do so. I love hearing from you guys. First review is Michael Hinman. Stay up to date with 2A Info, five stars. I've become a big fan of Ava and Gun Funny in the last few months, and you should too. Besides all the amazing guests of the show, it's the easiest way to stay up to date on all 2A related news, especially with the ATF attacking our rights on a daily basis. Second review is Cypher Systems, keep them coming, Ava, five stars. I found Gun Funny a couple months ago and was sucked in instantly. It didn't take long before I heard them all. Monday mornings are exciting because after I grab my coffee, I throw on the latest Gun Funny episode while I commute to work. It makes my drive a shorter and sweeter. I feel after every show, I have learned something. I appreciate the time you put into making these podcasts. Keep up the good work, Ava. You're doing great at Cypher underscore systems. Okay, well, out of those two reviews, pick a lucky winner to win a prize pack. Mm. Number one or number two? Let's go with number one. All right, Michael Hinman. And he actually happens to be a Patreon as well. So Michael, just contact me on Facebook, send me your address if I don't have it already, and I will send out a prize pack. All right, guys. So you can find me at gunfunny.com, social media. I'm on Instagram, avaflanel underscore gunfunny podcast. Also Facebook. There's links on my website, gunfunny.com, especially where the show's posted. If you want to support the show, you enjoy it. You can become a Patreon, which means that you would support it once a month, or you could even just make a one-time donation. And you can do that at gunfunny.com. Just click on the support the show link. Also, any $5 and up patrons get a patron-only patch after three months. And this patch will never be for sale. So if you have that patch, we already know that you're in the club. The loan deadline also gives away a $300 gift certificate to a lucky patron each month. Also wanted to thank the $25 Patreons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, Ryan Morrison, Elliot and Mike Pappas, Joe Lyons, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Joshua Hamp, Sportsman's Guide, Daniel Treadwell, Star Wars 77, Ralph Anthony, Dylan Savage, and Melissa Ridings. King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. If you guys want to outbid him, you have to become a Patreon that donates, I believe, $251 or more. But today, Jon Snow wants me to say Operator Tickles likes her meat so rare, she only eats unicorns. Oh my, that's horrible. <laughs> I like unicorns. Actually, Operator Tickles right now is sitting on my lap, which is why I keep getting distracted. It's funny. I don't know how big your dog is or if you own a dog, but once they're on your lap, you don't want to move because even if you're super uncomfortable because they're sleeping, you feel bad. <laughs> but I'm Mine, in the most awkward. Pit bull. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's a lap dog. And then I have an annoying Italian greyhound. So they both want to, like, they, for some reason, they want to always be on my face. Oh, so Yeah. But they're great. They're great. And I would like to throw in, too, since it's Christmas, if you'd be willing, I would love to donate some awesome prizes from Goat Guns. So if you would like to pick some winners somehow, I'm not sure how you'd want to do this, but I will send your way or we will drop ship five of your viewers some goat guns for stocking stuffers. So awesome. they want little miniature collectible firearms from goatguns.com. They can pick them out. And if you want to do that, give that away on your channel, you're more than welcome to. All right. Perfect. Awesome. I really appreciate that. So Michael Hemmen, you are going to be the first winner. And then how about the first four people that comment on either Instagram or Facebook once this show drops on Monday? Perfect. Love it. Yeah, just send me their info and we'll drop some, uh, some goat guns for Christmas. All right, cool. Well, thanks again. Well, I really, really appreciate it. Can you just remind people once again where they can find you on the internet and where they can vote for the Gundies? 
Absolutely. So the Gundies is thegundies.com. You can check out everything Gundy related there. And then if you have any marketing questions, you can check out our marketing firm at forgerelations.com. And of course, if you just want to see more of me, you can just head over to my social media platforms and it is just at Will Ranky, R-E-N-K-E. All right. Awesome. On that note, we are out of here. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.